You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's September 29th, 2015. Today's episode, a leader for the International Cycling Union tells ATR she's confident in venue construction for both Rio 2016 and Tokyo 2020. Tracy Godry, a vice president of the UCI, spoke with Around the Rings on the final day of the 2015 Road Cycling World Championships in Richmond, Virginia. The two-time Olympic road cyclist and chair of the UCI Women's Commission was still buzzing with excitement over the women's elite road circuit. Great Britain's Lizzie Armistead won the gold medal in the women's elite road race on Saturday. Last week, UCI announced the addition of the Women's World Tour to the Federation's 2016 calendar. The top 20 women's teams will participate in the 35-day competition across nine countries. Godry said that work on the Women's World Tour channels reforms set forth by the IOC's Olympic Agenda 2020, but also promotes UCI's own agenda, an agenda focused on gender equity in all disciplines of cycling and increased investment in professional women's cycling. UCI President Brian Cookson, who also spoke with ATR at the Road Worlds last week, said that the Women's World Tour is a major step forward for women's cycling. He also said that a presentation from Rio 2016 at the UCI Congress inspired hope and preparations for next year's Olympic Games. Godry echoed Brian Cookson's sentiments and said in recent months, Rio 2016 has made significant progress on almost every cycling venue. Yes, uh, certainly Rio and, and Brian will have you know more of the information, but Rio have, particularly in the last six months, really um, accelerated a lot of the work that's being done. Um, I have the benefit of uh, being uh, working very close with an Australian who's the chef de mission for the Australian team who actually went around all of the road courses only uh, four weeks ago um, and was part of a test event on the road to see how well that came together. The velodrome um, construction is, is going ahead. It's, it's very much catching up. And uh, the Rio delegation presented to the UCI Congress only on Friday to share uh, some of the vision. Uh, the mountain bike course is pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, BMX is, is pretty much done. So it's really the track which is a brand new uh, construction and something that Rio obviously hasn't tackled before, but it's mm-hmm. looking pretty good. Any concerns about Tokyo 2020? I know there have been some delays in the approval of venues for those games. So, Like any, like all you know, Olympic sports, we negotiate with the IOC on the arrangements for our particular sport. Our sport is at the pinnacle of sports in the Olympic Games, mm-hmm. and uh, we're very confident in our work with the IOC that it will be, uh, of course, retained as uh, one of the pinnacle sports. Importantly, the broadcast is uh, very important for cycling, and we have four different disciplines, so that's pretty special, nice. you know, ranging from track cycling to road cycling, which is right downtown, to mountain bike, and a newer sport, BMX. So the, the great story around cycling and the Olympic Games and our work with Tokyo 2020 is how each of those disciplines will come to life and bring something for every fan um, to, to draw them into our wonderful sport of cycling. And you mentioned when we sat down uh, the women's road race yesterday, what was that like from your perspective? Competition was pretty tight up until the last lap even. Yes, well, um, as the chair of the Women's Commission and uh, I'm obviously very passionate about women's cycling, we, re- we released the Women's World Tour this nice. week and I'm hoping that all the racers were thinking, well, I'm going to be part of that and they raced extra fast. Um, but what we saw yesterday was, you know, truly professional women's racing. Um, you know, the athleticism, the tactics, the skill, um, a very difficult course. 
uh, the speed and, uh, you know, from, from, you know, elite men professionals to the person on the street, uh, they were treated to, you know, what you could say is the pinnacle of sport in terms of how athletes can come together and uh, put on a great race and racing for their country is, uh, you know, there's nothing like racing for your own country and what you saw out there yesterday you know, every country was having a go, even down to, you know, dare I say it, in uh, in my region, a, a little country called Guam had one rider in there, and, uh, you know, even the tiny countries are still mixing it up at the end of the race. I must say the winner, Lizzie Armistead, most deserved winner, she was a favourite, and uh, she showed the confidence of a, of a true elite athlete in being able to bring home a race. We hope that that oh, spectacle yeah. just, you know, promotes more and more how exciting women's bike racing is. A follow-up question on the Women's World Tour. Sure. What, from your, I mean, perspective, it's mm -hmm. valuable. Is is does that mean for women's cycling now? Yes. What what it means for women's cycling is we have created a very deliberate strategy that is now in the in the public space to put women's cycling and men's cycling on the same pedestal. It's professional cycling. Mm -hmm. um, it's no longer the Men's World Tour or the World Tour is only for men. Um, we will be creating the label, the World Tour, so that the, the World Tour for men and women is, the, is almost the same label, that we have the same concepts. Um, we have created a calendar that's full around of the season from March to September, culminating in the World Championships. And every single race in that calendar will be broadcast, uh, you know, whether it's live or a live stream or post-production. And for the first time, there are a series of one-day races and stage races. So it's equivalent to the world tour that has been in existence for men for many years. And that means the organisers of many men's races are saying, well, it's time for me to put on a race for the women as well. And you can see that with the Tour de France and La Course, uh, with Ghent Vegelen with a women's race as well as a men's race. And the Vuelta, which is the Tour of Spain, is also putting on uh, a race just for women. So what is happening is it's increasing the investment of organisers who have traditionally only provided races for men to say there's an opportunity for us and for new organisers to come out and produce new events. And what we hope that will do will provide an impetus for greater investment in professional women's teams because they are now competing on a platform uh, that is the pinnacle platform in women's racing. And the World Tour will become the prize that women are aiming for to become the Women's World Tour champion. Uh, just as it is for the men, you know, to be the, the best team in the world tour or to be the number one ranking in the world tour for men is, is uh, one of the highest um, achievements that professional cycling can make and that's what we're setting up for the women. Would you say this is falling in line with Olympic Agenda 2020 at all? Has that influenced the decision? Well, yes. Yes and no. Um, yes, because uh, Olympic, you know, Agenda 2020 is about creating equality for you know, equity for men and women in all sports and in all disciplines. Uh, and we must say that in most of our disciplines on the Olympic Games, we've got equality, not quite in, in road racing yet. Um, but it's also our, our own agenda. Um, cycling it has been working, particularly since the election of Brian Cookson, to provide uh, greater equity. And we're very pleased to say that in all of the world championships in every single discipline, the prize money is the same. In all of the World Cup events in every discipline where there is a World Cup for men and women, the prize money is the same. So we're creating equality all around. The Women's World Tour is one more step in that direction, but it's a pretty big step.
That was Tracy Godry, a vice president of the International Cycling Union. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening. <laughs>